Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul. Today is December 16th. The time is about 2000. Uh, the time is about 1130. Um, Ready PC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. Um, if you're a newcomer, you've never asked the question before, please let our team know. Divya? Divya, you have to unmute yourself, Divya. We can't hear you. You have to unmute yourself, Divya. Yeah, are you able to hear me? Sorry. Now, yes. Mm. Okay, all right. So I have three questions, uh, Rahul, for uh, regarding the L2 EAD uh, thing. So uh, the new rule, right? Uh, L2 spouses can work without uh, EAD. So uh, it is pending for implementation. Uh, by when does right. get implemented? Um, According to the agreement between our law firm and USCIS, it's 180 days. Uh, it's already 30 days. More than 30 days have been passed. So I, they can do it at any time, though. I'm not expecting that it's going to take that much time because it's a simple thing that they have to formulate the things. Okay. So they, they have to update the I-94. Uh, I-9, I-9, I-9 instructions. You're right. Okay. All right. So the premium processing for I five uh, I five three nine and I seven six five that doesn't that exist at this that that doesn't exist right now. We don't know when it's going to come. Though. All right. So uh, I I applied for EAD in May twenty twenty one. I received the EAD card, but um, the gender men- is mentioned as incorrect in the EAD card. That, that's due to just, my mistake. I, I mentioned it just wrongly. Use it. Just use it. Who's caring about it? Okay. Will it not cause any issue when I apply for renewal? No, it will not. It's a clerical okay. mistake. You have employment authorization, just use it, okay? But uh, the mistake was on my side. I I, I uh, know, gave... ma'am. Why do you want, what do you want me to tell you now? No. So should I apply for... Uh, Correcting this issue. You try to correct it, it'll take two years for you to correct it. Yeah, yeah I read many stories about that. That's why I So, why to can't you it. just use it? What's your problem? Mm, okay. So, well, I, was really I can't help you if you can't help yourself, ma'am. Next person, please. All right. Thank you. Hello. Ima? Yes, ma'am. 
hello everyone. Uh, actually, currently I'm on H4 EAD. It's regarding my auto extension eligibility for 180 days. So mm -hmm. my current H4 and EAD valid till 24 January 2022. And my husband did the concurrent filing like H1, H4, and H4 EAD simultaneously. And my H4 and EAD is already in process. And mm -hmm. his H1B is approved in November mm -hmm. 2021 with the validity till 2024. Still, I'm mm -hmm. eligible for the EAD extension? No. no. For you to be eligible for automatic extension, your H4 has to be extended. You can oh. do so... Mm -hmm. by two different methods. One, you can go for stamping okay. outside the country okay. or you can go to Mexico and come back before your I-94 mm -hmm. expires. There is a chance they will mm -hmm. extend your H-1B beyond uh, your mm -hmm. uh, I-94 until your husband's H-1B is expiring. Okay, so There is a chance, but not a guarantee. Yeah, that's sure. I already went to Mexico, but they have not generated my I-94. Oh, thank you for information. When did you went? Yeah, uh, I went uh, uh, 11th of December. And, did you, did uh, you went to the land border or did you fly? Land, land border. Yeah, uh, land border, no. Oh, so you mean to say I need to fly? Like uh, Yeah, flying is where the success rate is. Land border uh, is zero success rate. But if they were, because they are saying me that it's not a meaningful departure. I don't know what they meant, but anyway... That's the only thing. I, and, and there is no guarantee that you're going to get it. Yes. So mm -hmm. even if I fly, that's not the guarantee? Will I no, get? it's not a guarantee. So if I, go, if I go to out of country and come back after expiring my H4 EAD, current H4 EAD, with valid stamping. So should I eligible you're still, for one? You're, st you're still eligible for 180 days after your, uh, your, within 180 days after your EAD expires. Not after your enter. So it's expiring in January. So until yes. July, you're el eligible to work. Okay, but I, it needs to be stamped before my current uh, H4 EAD, right? No, it doesn't have to be. It could be stamped afterwards. The EAD extension must be filed before your EAD expires, which you already it's filed. It's already filed. It's already right. filed. So you can go get the stamping and you're eligible until July. Next person, oh. please. Okay, sure. Thank you. Um, I follow Hello. Oh, yes, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. iPhone? iPhone. iPhone. Too many iPhones. Oh. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Rajini Kumar. Mm -hmm. So I am an H1B. My spouse H4 EAD was expired on November 15th. Mm -hmm. And I filed for extension six months ago in month of June. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, still waiting for the response, approval notice. But they have not provided any status. So, what would be the possible options? My my I seven nine seven was approved maybe eight months ago. I got I I the same story for everybody. H one B mm -hmm. is approved. H four is not approved. Um, mm -hmm. You don't have the option of going to Mexico. You can go to India and get the stamping. That's one option that's available. Mm -hmm. Expedited processing. I have no clue how that works. Okay, if I if if I ask her to go India and get the stamp. Do I need to again refile for H4 EAD or how does they consider this? No, 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 you don't have to refile it. The existing uh -huh. EAD application is good enough. Uh, good enough. The, H4, the, the H4 that you filed is an extension, is right? Yeah, extension, yes. Yeah, yeah that's good enough. Okay, I, I can ask my spouse to go India and get the stamp. Then I can call USA and say that, hey, 
this match for it was approved right or stamp so you don't need to call anybody uh-huh. but they won't pick it up right h4 yet why would no they will pick it up oh they will automatically pick it up when the time comes <laughs> oh but now i filed h4 and h4 yet by combined right you told me that you told me that mm-hmm. so she gets the automatic ead extension from november onwards to 6 months which will be may of 2022 Mhm. Now you don't need to do anything. She can continue working up until May of 2022. She can continue? No. Yes, if you go and get the stamping and come back, ma'am. Oh, so even even if it's her okay, if even if it's expired, she can continue it with the stamping. That's what you mean to say, right? Because you told me that she filed an extension before it expired. Yes, yes. and if she has a valid n94 she can work until 6 months after her year expires next person please thank you it hey rahul how are you good good yeah so quick question i should be quick i believe uh, so my wife has uh, h4 ead uh, with my previous employer um, so we are planning to go visit india um, however i moved to a new employer Uh, she has ead till uh, september 20 uh, 2022 but uh, when we when she visit india um, uh, my my h1 will be on the, with the new employer right so mm-hmm. is the ead will be valid uh, when she comes back to us or um, yeah uh, she's still married to ved yes so she's yeah <laughs> so she's ead is valid ead is why because uh, it's a new employer it doesn't really matter with the yeah but not a new husband <laughs> another question um, um so i didn't up, uh, update i mean i didn't file ead extension uh, so is that is going to be extended uh, file it right now oh file it right now right now okay and you do uh, and uh, what about h4 did you file for the h4 yeah they filed the h4 so why did you file the h4 ead uh why because uh, she already has a uh, uh, what aocad so i thought like that will be uh, updated but it's uh, we, we are not you. yeah yeah you can file h4 ead right now okay. there's no 6 months rule okay all right thank you next person please tachin uh yeah hi um yeah so i have uh, one question so i'm on h1b uh, recently uh, visa got approved and i'm looking for a uh, stamping and for that i'm planning to go to india um, but during that time i i just wanted to say if i could uh, utilize uh, some of the vacation time to uh, work from india so just wondering how long uh, we can uh, technically work uh, from india on us payroll while on h1b mm-hmm. How long do you intend to stay there? Because uh, it's not decided based on your answer. Give me answer. a time. Is it like one day, ten days, ten years, twenty years, fifty years? Give me no, some no. time. So it would be like uh, three to four months. Uh, that's I'm looking. Yeah, that's fine. You'll be fine. You should not have any problems. Okay. So, but get the get the stamping first though, and then, okay, don't wait for four months to get the stamping. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so no legal issues, right? Uh, if I no legal issues. That. No, okay. no legal issues. Three to four months, you're good. Okay. Next okay. person. Thank you. 
Kinnara. Uh, hey, uh, so we are, we are calling first time here. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, so this is regarding the adoption. So we are planning to adopt a kid from India and bring uh, bring that kid to US on H four. So is it possible being an H one holder? So adopt a kid in India and bring it to US as a dependent. Is the kid that you're adopting is that mm-hmm. kid related to you in some way? No, actually, we are planning to adopt from orphanages. Orphanages. Okay. Absolutely no problem. Uh, so, would you help us with the process? Like, if there I, is no process uh, for immigration. Uh, okay. There's no process for the immigration. The India rules are very strict in adoption. Mm-hmm. To go through the India rules are very, very. Yeah, there are a lot of things. They may even come to. They may have a person come and stay with you for a month before they even send the kid from there to here. Uh, I don't know. You need to hire somebody in India to uh, to do. Um, there mm-hmm. is nothing nothing required n- nothing required for you to hire an immigration lawyer. Um, okay. And if the DS one sixty doesn't have it, mm-hmm. um, is the kid adopted? Send an email to them. I have adopted. These are all the adoption papers and email to the U.S. consulate. Just in case if, if they go there, hey, you know, why is the kid born right now? You know, one person adopted a kid, and this is what mm-hmm. she said. The kid is born to me. I mean, how can the kid be born to me? You just came fifteen days ago, mm. um, and they, she lied, and everything messed up. So you don't have to lie anything. Yeah. Just tell them it's been adopted kid. You have the documents. Send if the DS one sixty doesn't have the provision of adopted kid, send mm-hmm. an email to them that we adopted. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And in the the good part is that in India the adoption is. Very rigorous procedure there. It's not easy to adopt the kid. Believe me. So yeah. they follow all the instructions. You get the documents from there, from any uh-huh. of these orphanages. You are in good shape. You don't have any problem with immigration. Yeah. So when I go through, some of them said there is an organization called CARA. So that's where we need you to deal go with them. I yeah. You deal with them. They're okay. very whatever organizations you go, they are very sure. Yeah. One thing. One uh-huh. thing. What the U.S. consulate is looking is. Are you bringing your nephew or niece or your wife's nephew or niece? They are really don't like it. There is a different process for it, and okay. I don't want to go through with the process. They are only worried about it. But if you go through these CARA or whatever those things, they do know that this kid is an orphan, and mm-hmm. they are considered to be more genuine adoptions. They don't mm-hmm. have much problem with it. It's when the problem comes in when you adopt your sisters, brothers, mm-hmm. is when mm-hmm. the problem comes. The relative. Okay. That's yeah. where everything messes up. And I, I don't want to discuss with you about that because you're not going through that route. Next yeah, no, I'm not going through that route. No, yeah, no need for any, any immigration lawyer for you. Sure. Thank you so much. Rohit? Hello. Hi, sir. Yes, Rohit. Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Sir, um, I came to USA on a B2 visa, visiting mm-hmm. my brother, who is the only survivor in a car crash which took three lives and i'm here since almost like 6 months and my i94 will end next week uh, i applied for i539 uh, to extend my stay for one or two more months so that like my brother is almost recovered but he still like he is uh, emotionally still um, suffering so i thought i could spend time with him during the christmas and new year time so that he feels better and he doesn't feel lonely and i go back these these are the reasons i cited in i539 
and Wait. I applied last week. So your brother is here, is right? Yes, sir. He lives in okay, US. Keep going. Keep going. Yes, sir. So I applied for I five thirty nine, and I'm, and now my um, I ninety four ends tomorrow. So can I stay uh, till I get a response from I five thirty nine, or should I leave the country? If you filed an extension, um, and then your extension is pending, technically you can stay until you get a response from that. Yes, sir. Thank okay. you, sir. And usually, when I come back, when I come visit USA again, uh, should I uh, like face any trouble at the immigration? Like, will they stop me? Yeah, that? typically, when you extend the B two visa, and you're trying to come back soon into this country, though, you you, you can expect trouble. Okay, maybe next year okay. it should not be a problem. Like if it's going, if it's a long period, like a one and a half, one one and a half year gap, then it yes. should be fine. But make sure you keep the documentation of your uh, sons, uh, sorry, your brothers, everything with you, yes, so that just in case they can ask you why did you stay long time last time, then you can explain to them why you stayed. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Shreya. Hello, sir. Hello, Rahul Garu. Yes. Can you? Yes, sir. So the I can go thing ahead. is, uh, I got the green card, sir, but we applied through. Um, I one party for EB three, and the CVA code on the card came as E twenty one, which is for EB two and it's for counselor mm -hmm. process. Do I need to worry, sir? Mm -hmm. I am in no, United States from past fifteen years. Okay. No, sir. I'm not expecting any problem for you. We have seen this mistake many, many times right now recently, though. Okay. Okay. So I mean, uh, no, no, not to worry regarding the adjustment. No, not to worry. No, not to worry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, sir. Next person, please. Mukesh. Hi. Uh, uh, I downgraded uh, to EB3, and my priority date is now not current. Uh, my priority date is uh, 2012 March. Uh, my son's age got logged, but he's going to turn 20. Uh, is uh, 20 uh, 21st uh, in August sometime. So uh, once he start using. Uh, uh, EAD, is it possible? You were there in yesterday's conference call, right? No? no, I was not there. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So he's going to. Did you say that his age is locked? Already locked, yes. Okay. In last July, okay. yeah. So okay. go ahead. Keep so once he, uh, because once he's the 21st, he will no, be, no longer be on the H4 visa. That's so, right. yeah. So after that, uh, he will be staying here on. Uh, EAD or is it on 485? And well, 485. 485. For pending 485. Okay. And is it possible for us uh, to refile in EB2 once it turns 21st? Or, uh, or you do may want to have a consultation with us, though. Okay. Because yeah. we need to see how long the I 140 has been pending. Once it mm -hmm. turns 21, though, no, you cannot file EB2. You cannot file, right? Okay. No, because he's not in H4 anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Then. Next person, please. We not. Sir, um, my priority date is February 2012. I downgraded. I mean, uh, subsequently applied for 485 in month of October last year. Mm -hmm. And I got the EAD like three months back. Now, mm -hmm. EB3 went back to January 15th. So now it's 45 days. 
So should I wait for a few more days or I should apply for change in preference? My EB2 is also still, application is also valid, it seems. So should I send a letter asking for change in preference to try it under EB2 or uh, I have to uh, do a altogether new 485 under EB2? What should I do, sir? Uh, I, we have made a video uh, for the same. Okay. Uh, and I want you to watch the video and make a decision. And even after you watch the video, you can't make a decision, give a coin to your wife. Let her flip it. And whatever she calls, you, you do it. Something goes wrong, we'll blame her. Um, you're still maintaining the non-immigrant status, is right, right now? I got the EAD and I'm, uh, my H1 extension is applied. But to, to answer the question, you're not married to the adjustment of status right now. I'm not, you didn't I'm use not, the EAD. You yeah, didn't no, use the EAD. Yet, not yet. I did not use it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you can still refile it. But whether you should refile it or interfile it, I want you to watch the move. Uh, uh, watch the 11 minute video. Okay. okay. Next person, please. Sure. Hi, this is Kishore. Hi, Rahul. Yes, Kishore. Um, Rahul, I have a, um, my priority date is uh, February 2011. Um, I applied uh, uh, 485 uh, last year, October. Um, I went to the interview in California. Um, but uh, my, my, my 485 is still pending. Um, um, after interview, I received an RFP regarding the same documents that I submitted in uh, in the interview, uh, like um, uh, W-2 pay stubs. What is, okay, got it. Uh, w-2 pay stubs, tax returns, and the um, employment offer letter. I work in uh, contract. I work in LA, but my employer is in Dallas. So they asked me um, uh, employment offer letter of my employer located at uh, Los Angeles. And then uh, W-2, uh, tax returns and pay stubs. These are the four documents. Who's, it, who's your officer? USCIS officer. Yeah. Um, she was a lady, Renfro. Her name is Renfro. You see, Chinese? Uh, no, uh, uh, white lady. Okay. Yeah, they, they, a lot of these LA officers have no clue what they're doing. Some not so good experience though. So when RFP responds, did you use a lawyer to respond? You responded by yourself. Yes, um, my lawyer responded it. It's been like 50 days. Uh, they received the RF, my response, RFE response back in- Okay, back, uh, right now you have to wait. It's not been 20 months and you filed a 485 application. There's not much you can do. Uh, once it crosses 20 months that you file, you can go to the court litigation. Though. That's the only thing that I can tell you. Okay. Um, we had some not so good experience with LA because those officers are not trained properly. Okay. My, my field office is San Bernardino, California. Um, their receipt date is also more than my receipt date. Uh, there are, there are it's, it's up, it's up to you though. If you want to go with the litigation process, you can go have a consultation with Stephen Brown in our office. Okay. We are licensed in, in that area. Okay. In that place under district. Okay. Next okay. person, please. I'm licensed personally in that district. Thank you. Niti Bhandi. Hi, Rahul. Yeah, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, so this is regarding my wife. Uh, she's on H1. 
so past six months she was not working because due to her uh, mental health issues so uh, we've been assigned with a case manager from hospital so they told they would be uh, giving any kind of documentation that would help support her work or any loss or anything so so it, can she like her employer uh, reached out to us saying that so this year this special year is ending so uh, they asked her to ask us to pay taxes so that uh, they would keep her payroll up and running for this w2 so can this uh, like whatever the case manager from hospital is giving the supporting document can that help uh, to keep her status uh, like uh, let me ask you this question what status you are in h1 why don't you convert into h4 right now so again can she can she convert back to h1 uh, absolutely she can absolutely she can okay sure what about she doesn't have to go to the lottery system okay sure uh what about the, the time when you file it provide all these documents what you're speaking about because sure. don't keep her on the h1b for a long time without the basis no need when she can go to h4 exactly uh, so what about the past 6 months round so like uh, if they ask the question you provide the documents what you're speaking about okay sure uh, so converting her to h4 right now is the best option because the best right option. now she is working right now she started working but she is coping up uh, so for the past 6 months we are just thinking she 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 is fine now she's she's if she's medication. working that's fine yeah. if she is not working convert into h4 she's working but uh, we don't have to worry about this past 6 months then make sure you have the documentation what you speak about it. just in case if some questions comes at a later date we can resolve it okay in future while we apply for i140 and gc if anybody ask at the time you can provide that. sure so we don't have to pay taxes for those six months right no you don't pay get any money you don't pay taxes okay sure yeah right. next thank person thank you kitesh uh, hey rahul thanks for uh, giving you opportunity to ask the question so my question is similar to earlier vinod asked uh, and it is about interfiling to eb2 again after downgrading the difference is i haven't got my ead as yet and uh, my priority date is may 2012 so between eb3 and eb2 i think currently there is a like four months of difference now so shall i go ahead and file in, with the interfile or uh, obviously uh, nothing changes between that gentleman and you okay okay thanks give after watching the video give a task to your wife something wrong and then whatever she does it you do it if something goes wrong yeah. <laughs> we all will no i'll blame her next okay. person please pravin hey rahul uh, thanks for taking your time quick question so my wife she was on h4 and she had h4 ead she was working and this year in october changed uh, status to h1 and she's on h1 right now so we're planning to go to india so right now with all the visa issues you know delays it would be easy to get a dropbox than a h1b slot so uh, i was wondering if uh, she is eligible for dropbox because it's not her visa expired like couple of months ago so uh, so let me ask you this be, question yeah. um yeah let me ask you this question though okay um if um she has a ead on h4 yes And when is that h4 ead expiring and uh, next year 20 uh, oh she can go and come back on h1 she can go and come back on h1b uh, h4 
Yes, that's what her. I was asking. Will she be still eligible for uh, Dropbox because she changed her status from H4 to H1 here? Doesn't mean she will be ineligible for Dropbox. No, she's not ineligible for Dropbox. Okay. As long as she's married with you, she's eligible for it. Yep. Okay. Just making sure. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Next person, please. Uh, last person today. Sassy. Hmm. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you for uh, this opportunity. Uh, sure. I was in uh, L1 uh, till uh, August and I got my uh, uh, I-140 in June, June first week. And after the L1, it expired and I had to resign. And after uh, four months, because of my H1 got picked up in the second lottery, I joined back the same company. So wait, even wait, though... wait, 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 wait. Your L1 expired in June or August? In August. And your I-140 is approved in June or got yeah. in June. What do you mean by... It so proved, did, it you, did, you, did you file the 485 application? No, no. GC, I-140, not 485. So I-140 in EB2 or EB1C? EB2. Okay, your I-140 got approved, but you were L1 expired in August. And what was your legal stay from August to October? Mm, I'm on uh, H4COS. Ah, okay. And then you got the H1B approval with October 1st start date. October 4th, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, so then, uh, there, yeah, so then I, uh, then they, there was a change in the location. They couldn't create the position. So they, because of the change in location, uh, they again apl applied for amendment and uh, that got approved on, uh, on December 1st. And uh, I'm in job on uh, December uh, uh, this week, basically December 14th. And uh, so, uh, so one thing, so uh, will it be considered like out of status uh, or is it okay? Because they, you have this fine. You have the change of status pending for the H4 or is it approved? Pending. Okay. So what you're telling is between October and December, you were not employed. Yes, I was not employed, yeah. October 4th to December 14th. Well, it's definitely not out of status. Uh, it's definitely not unlawful presence, though. But when did they file the amendment, though? Uh, they filed it on November 20th. Why didn't they employ you when they filed in November 20th, though? Uh, there are a lot of process. Uh, they don't do it uh, so simple, so... I, I would say that if somebody asks, it may become a problem, but nobody might ask this question. Even That's if you go for a visa, nothing will happen, is it? 95% of the time, nothing will happen. Okay. And, and, that, and the other problem is they asked me to cancel my H4C voice. So I, 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 that was canceled on November 20th. So that, That's um, fine. Okay. You're fine. And, and one more question regarding this. So now if I'm planning to, now it's uh, six months passed uh, uh, after uh, I got my I-140 approved, uh, calendar days, but uh, because uh, because I'm not on uh, job for four months, will it be okay if I have to change job and if they withdraw the, my uh, I-140, will I still get my priority date? Yeah, you should still be a file. But for you to change the job though, it's better to have a proper pay steps, wait until March. Yeah, so I have an offer from another company. They said uh, in Jan, once I get uh, two more pay steps, uh, they are ready to start That's the good. process. Is that good That's enough? That's good. That's good enough. 
under the seems CII. to be there, seems to be they are well aware of the things yeah so gc i i one forty binated days is calendar days and not uh, working for the company right calendar days okay thank you so much rahul thank you thank you guys next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day Thank you.